0: Everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S. Mako Chan and Ari Rockefeller.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 309. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mess.
2: I'm Ari Rockefeller.
1: I am Mako-chan. God damn it, did we just lose somebody? No, you didn't lose
3: me, but I thought I
1: was just hanging out. And
3: I'm Ichigo Gami. Being all sketch and in the shadows and shit. Cause meta. Yeah, totally meta.
1: You're welcome. See, when I said hang out in Skype, like, chill, that means you're kind of working with us, so... That's fine! I'm totally cool
3: with Uh -uh. that. That's cool. (laughs) You know I love you guys, so hanging out with you in any effect is is always a joy.
4: It also seems that there's no audio on the stream.
1: What? Are you serious? Hold on. Uh,
4: According to the chat... Right, it's on. broadcasting, but there's no audio.
1: Alright. I, I just changed a setting on my end. Hold on. Oh win Let's see. Alright, hold on. Let me check one setting here. Uh recording okay. Let's flip it over to here. Default device, default community. There we go. There we go. That should be just fine now. So sorry about that, y'all. And, and I've seen rage, Rage's uh, information. Rage, here's the thing. I am broadcasting. I can look at the meters going up and down. If it's going out, it's good. It's broadcasting. If you can't hear it, then there's a problem with the machine or the server. Or there's an issue between my machine and the server. So, But we're good. We're fixed. We're up and running. And so forth. All right, uh, we are live tonight, week of May 9th, 2017, here on the Vogue Network. We're here live Tuesdays at 9 3 p.m. Eastern with replays Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merck, XChat, ChatZilla can use irc.gamesurge.net. The chat room is Vogue, VOG, V O G. Or you can head on over to AnimeJamSession.com slash VOG Network, where there is information about the the VOG Network, and there is an IRC link. If you click on it, it'll bring you directly into the chat room, if you have one of those chat clients. uh, Check-ins are now live, so go ahead and earn those VOG points. And if you're not listening live, and you're listening on the syndication podcast feed, there will be a passphrase somewhere in this episode. When you hear it, head on over to vognetwork.com, put that phrase in, and earn some points. All right, um, we're going to go around the room here. Uh, before we continue, Ari, are you able to make it through this, or you want to bang out tonight?
2: Well, I have my phone um, plugged into the wall charging, but the battery life keeps going down, and my computer just crashed, and I have no idea how to fix it.
1: Um, From what you're telling me, you're you're going to need to secure a co- you might have to secure a copy of Windows 10 and just reinstall it and that's not that big of a deal
2: How much is it?
1: You don't there's no need for you to buy it. You just need to download a copy.
2: How? My computer's busted.
1: Got to go to somebody else's machine and, and download it. And on your machine, do you log in with a normal password or are you logging with your Microsoft account?
2: I'm lo- log in with a normal computer password.
1: Oh fuck. Maybe it might work. Generally, when you when you log in with Windows 10 and you tie it to a Microsoft account, you can reinstall Windows Win 10 as many times as you want. You log in with your account, and you're good, and it brings everything back. Sometimes, if you just log in with a normal username and password, it might not pull the license. But if you know somebody that has a, has a, a computer, you just need a four like a four gig flash drive. You go to Microsoft's site and you download the information. I can pass you that information later. So yeah, yeah. Once you get that up and running, that's it. And then from that point on, I can I'll tell you what software you need, and I'll just remote in and download, upload, and install whatever programs you need. So later to later on, check and make sure all the fans are running properly and so forth. You know. Okay. It sounds like if it's. If, I, I it, it just sounds like some information on the main drive just got borked, so doing a re- reinstallation of Win10 should bring it all back.
2: I don't know how to open up this thing either. I no. The case.
1: You, this, you should be able to just unscrew it with the thumb screws in the back. But I oh, wouldn't okay. Even, but I wouldn't worry about it because from the error message that you told me, it just needs a, clean, a reinstallation, that's all. So just yeah. really
2: stressed. I'm just really stressed out as of late, and uh, I really don't need. To...
1: Dude, don't don't stress, because it can be fixed. Because your data is still there. You, you just gotta drop a copy of Windows on there so you can rock and roll. That's all. Okay. All right. So you want you want right. to take a breather and let everybody else do their weekend day first, or you still want to go ahead?
2: I don't think I I can't do this for my phone because my phone's not not maintaining right. a charge.
1: All right. So you want to bang out for tonight? All right, man. Yeah. All right. uh, Sorry. It's okay, man. Hit me up later after the show or tomorrow, and we'll we'll knock out a battle plan to get this up and running. Okay. All right, man. Later. Later. I know that feeling all too well. There have been times in my tech career I've had to sit here and reinstall windows because the drive failed or... Boot record went this, and this went that, and just like, fuck. And today I smart up and realized, you know, move your data to a second drive so you have to reinstall windows. You won't lose anything. And if I'm not mistaken, I think that's how his machine is set up, so. Well, Mako-chan. Looks like, hmm? you, looks like you're taking the helm for tonight. Do I have to? Yes, yes. You are in the navigation, you're at the navigation's console tonight. So how was your week and how was your day? Uh let's see. Um
4: The same exact shit that I've been going through. Mm. Uh we did rearrange the living room and it looks
1: cool. I, so there's get, that you gotta send me pictures I wanna see. It's posted. Oh huh.
4: Yeah, um my cousin tagged me in the pictures, so you should be able to see them on Facebook. Alright. We rearranged things, so it's kind of like when you would walk in the door, basically the living, uh, the dining room and living room were just one big room. Uh, so we moved the couch a little bit so it kind of sections off the living room from the dining room and all of that. Mm-hmm. It's nice. It's workable and it's enjoyable to have a little bit of change in the house.
1: That's good.
4: But yeah, other than that, I uh, realized that I've got three conventions coming up in four weeks, and I'm kind of freaking out over it.
1: Oh, uh, ba- back to how you how it used to be, huh? Uh,
4: I've never done that many conventions in that short of a time. Mm. And I mean, I know Clover Kong's just a one day convention, but, yep. you know, we're getting a hotel room mm-hmm. and all of that, so I still have to do shit for that. So, yeah, I'm freaking out. And cool. other than that, that's it.
1: Okay. Cool. Alrighty. Itchigo, how was your week? How was your day? Well, uh, y'all know where
3: I was like two weekends ago. Um, This particular week, it was basically... It was basically just kind of... I don't know, there wasn't a lot going on in my week. I've basically just been working on different projects and stuff like that. There's a lot of J-Fashion events coming up for me in the coming months on top of big costume project events and teaching oh i guess the biggest thing for me was that i taught an armor making class and it was a lot of fun um because i got to see how well constructed or um not so well constructed other people's armor work was not that i'm throwing shade or anything um so that was interesting and i've got some other classes coming up so it's basically been class prep uh unpacking from Zenkai because of how we do our upkeep our luggage and stuff because we're completely and totally anti bed bug in the Ichigogami household and we hate them and they must burn in fire and hell. Um but yeah otherwise that was basically my week um just getting back into the swing of things and getting back to my nighttime bat like sleeping schedule. Um but yeah, that was pretty much it.
1: Okay. Well, my weekend day has been pretty much the usual. Work, home, sleep, relax, and all that stuff. Um, let's see. I did some food shopping uh, today and after talking to Mako chan and doing some research, I'm going to start do making my own ramen now. So I went Yay. out So I went out and got like this big two pound bag of, of miso white miso paste. So I got that. I have beef bouillon cubes. I have seasonings. I think tomorrow is going to be time for a little bit of experimenting. So we'll see how that goes. Best of luck to you, sir. Thanks. And I'm reading these recipes where it's like, yeah, I get all these pork bones, let them simmer for six hours. I'm like, I just want to eat now, you know? So I somehow found a quick and easy, like, 30-minute broth recipe that should work. So... We, I'll see how that ter- how that comes through, you know
4: yeah the the whole basis of soup is pretty easy. It's making the base stock mm-hmm. that is a pain in the ass. Yeah like that's something I'll make the stock a couple of days before and then refrigerate it so that I can remove all the scum from it mm-hmm. and then you you know use it for my soup. But it just, it it takes so freaking long. But that's the tastiest part of it.
1: (laughs) True. And at that end, I want to do Tonkot style ramen. I can't sit, I, I can't sit here with all this pork in my fridge, cutting the bone, cutting out the bone and just holding on to it. And sometimes I can't even get to the damn butcher shop so I can see if he has any leftover pork bone, you know? You know what I'm saying?
4: Yeah, well that stuff too because you just need to leave it you know low and slow kind of thing mm-hmm. you should be able to make the stock in the crock pot.
1: yeah I should be able to but you know what I- I'm going to try it this quick and eat quick this quick and easy way and just see how it turns out you know I expect it to probably take anywhere from thirty to 60 minutes you know for, for a decent stock but we will see.
4: Yeah, it all depends on the bones.
1: Well, I don't have any bones, so I'm just going with the bouillon, with the bouillon stock, the miso paste, some soy sauce, and some other um, ingredients, like seasonings, and I realized while I was outside, I forgot to buy a thing of onion powder, so I'll be running out to the store tomorrow. Mmm... And as RageNator says over at live.bucknetwork.com, to sum up what I said in six words, now there's Ranma, Ramen, or Ramen. Eh, close enough. Well, Ichigo, it's a good thing you did message me earlier about, about if, if you were needed tonight. It was a blessing in disguise. I'm always a blessing. Oh.
4: Yeah, it's not the first time that we would have had to do it on our own, though.
1: True, true, true. And the thing is, I kind of see Ichigo more—not more like the final boss, you know, just standing there in full Lolita with the swords at the ready, and you're like, "Shit," you know.
3: It's not even a sword, though. It's a parasol, that the cane part of parasol is actually a blade.
1: Uh-huh. You
3: got. The blade
0: in disguise.
1: Yeah. By the way, if you get a chance, you need to watch Into the Badlands. There is there is a character on the, the Widow. You will be a dead ringer for her.
3: I actually think I've seen... That's a movie,
1: right? Yeah. No, it's a TV series. It's a TV series Hus- on AMC. Wait,
3: husband Chan is making an appearance. That's what we're going to call my husband from now on whenever he makes noises or does anything in the background. His name is Husband Jen. Um, That's why my friends call him because he. He's my handler when I'm in cosplay. So husband Chad has made a, an appearance. He's like one of the minions in like a final boss battle.
1: But yeah, um, I, I need did. to pull. A, I need to pull a particular Ron half background track for every time he makes a background appearance. You know, I will have to find <laughs> it.
3: But uh, but yeah, no, I I that's one series I've been meaning to get into because I've heard that the costuming was really cool and the storyline was really really good.
1: It's like this amalgam of clothing style of the 20s but with modern technology and cars and shit you know it's pretty cool all right so we're gonna go ahead and take our first break and when we get back we're gonna get into uh tonight's news and have a little bit of fun so how does that sound sure it sounds awesome all right cool so we'll be back So one thing I ended up doing that that came in the mail today was I actually got a mini briefcase for my memory cards it looks like a regular briefcase like a you know the like the white clear like the silver metal briefcases it looks like that after that little fiasco at Zenkai of not being able to find my memory cards and so forth I figured it was um Time I grab one of those, you know. So
3: you're like a memory card hitman now.
1: I wish there's no like handle, but that would be kind of cool. I could walk around with it, but Blues Brothers would be like, I'm on a mission from God, you know. Which reminds me, I had to, ha- I ended up having to, sa- I had to get that other memory card I bought returned. So hopefully uh, Wild Spice was able to return it and. And able to get me a credit or something like that. I'll have to message her later about that. So anywho, let's go ahead and kick off uh tonight's news. And this is this is something that's interesting. I don't know why it would happen again, but any anything's plausible. It seems that Universal and Sony are looking at trying to bid for Funimation. Now Funimation was start as its own company, and then, like a few years later, it was purchased by Navare. Now, I had, at first, I had never heard of Navare till one day I was working at Staples, and I'm just packing stuff out onto the shelves, and I'm looking at my uh, my planogram and seeing what item goes where. I'm looking at it under distribution, and it shows um, how what is it? It, it showed, like, the distribution I saw in so I was like, oh, so, so that's what they're up to. I guess if Navarre buys Funimation, it'll open up the floodgates for them for distribution, which I think is a good idea. All right, now, as it says here on Bloomberg, when they're talking about Funimation, they say that if you go on Amazon, they're selling the entire nine seasons of Dragon Ball Z for $231, which is a big sum in the shrinking DVD market, whereas complete Seinfeld goes for 55 bucks. Eh, kind of understandable. And also, Funimation is also the U.S. distributor of the film Your Name, which has generated 300, over $354 million since it came out in April. That's a lot of money. It seems that Universal and Sony are trying to bid for Funimation, since they are pretty much are the big U.S. player in Japanese animation. Universal already has a multi-year distribution deal for Funimation's uh, media DVDs and Blu-rays. But it seems that they are probably not going to go ahead and buy, but anything's plausible. Sony is pretty much saying the same thing. Now, I look at it this way. If Funimation is acquired by Universal, that will just increase their revenue for DVD media distribution. Since Universal is owned by Comcast and Comcast has all these networks, Funimate you know, there's the Funimation channel, which is their channel. I can see that going underneath the Comcast banner and getting into more households. Which is interesting. And Universal Pictures can help with theatrical releases. Now, for Sony, on the other hand, Sony can give them a really good hand up for for media distribution, theatrical releases. Sony still does some stuff in Japan, so that can also help them as well. It's just pretty much which side is going to give the better advantage. So... Personally, I don't want to see Funimation get acquired again, but if it does, I'll say this. When Navarre had bought Funimation, I can tell you that the prices of their anime went down. I'm not talking drastically, but it went down to a little bit more affordable, and other companies started following suit afterwards for a certain extent. So, I, That's how I look at it. I think that if either company buys them, we're going to definitely probably see a lot more anime in theaters. We're going to probably see a wider distribution net of anime in retail stores. And probably a much better anime channel. And probably something different with their streaming and so forth. What do y'all think?
3: I think that Universal is going to end up costing... Like, it's going to be more expensive. Yeah. production size And it'll probably pass over to the consumer... That's what John, I think, yeah, he he agrees. Um, Husband Chan reigns in on this, and he gives the thumbs up to what I'm saying of it's going to be more expensive. Universal overall, as a production house, like powerhouse, Mm -hmm. to me, has been kind of expensive with most of what they've produced, which is both good and bad, because obviously the quality is going to be better if it's more expensive. The... um, Output, the 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 amount, uh, the sheer amount and vastness of production is going to be expensive. Um, so overall, I think that it might go up in quality, but it'll also go up in price, which, depending on which camp you're in, can be a benefit or a negative.
1: Well, Universal's already distributing their anime, so, you know, and Universal's already probably taking like 5 or $6 off the top anyway for distribution, so... Marco, what do you think?
4: Um, I think at this point we have to do a wait and see. I mean, this is even if the buyout is true and mm-hmm. everything's going through with that. Because um, right now it just sounds like it's all bullshit, you yeah. know, just talking. But it's 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 really going to depend on... If they're going to try and weasel their way into making changes and all of that, or if they're just going to say, "Okay, we're going to buy you," you keep doing your thing, but here, here's a bigger distribution, here's extra money towards you know getting those cult classics.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: I mean that that that's where it is. Uh, it's just it's it's for me. It's a wait and see. Yeah, I'm not going to give my hopes up and say, hey, you know what, this may mean great things when somebody is just blowing smoke out of their ass.
1: True. And honestly, if I, if if it does end up, if Universal does end up buying Funimation, if I see on my next release, Funimation underneath a Comcast company, I am going to nerd rage like nobody else's fucking business. I already nerd rage when I walk past Rockefeller Center and I see on their Comcast building. I'm just like, you smug bastards.
4: I will say, though, that if it does, you know, become a thing and Funimation is uh, partnered or taken over or bought out or however they want to word it by Universal, um, I want a Funimation world in the park. I want a freaking anime Theme park, in the United States.
1: See, now you got me thinking of Captain N, the Game Master, Video Land. It's just Anime Land. Oh God! I
4: mean, this is crap that Japan has had, mainly because you know, home of anime and all of that. But that would be the thing that I would want. Okay. You know, yay for the anime and all of that. I want, you know, a fricking anime-inspired themed theme park. Whether it's attached to Universal or not, or somewhere down there, I want to be able to go down there and play in Harry Potter land and then cross over and be a magical girl.
1: I'll- I feel like
3: it could happen maybe in the future, um, considering with all the uh, uh, anniversaries that are coming up for certain shows, especially the magical girl, magical boy shows, Um I, you know, a lot of it, too, is it's like, it's what Mickey Mouse is in their culture. It's it's the everyday thing. Mm-hmm. So the more it's it ingrained into the American culture, the more we'll see of it. Um, I don't imagine that it's probably going to happen, like, within our child or teenage or young adult lifetimes. But I could see it happening, like, when we're in our 40s or even in our 60s, that there might be some weird off theme thing of, like... Naruto, or like DBZ, and like the back of the Universal Park,
4: and my old ass would go to it.
1: Yeah, yeah, because I-, I can see it now. Um, Ichigo will be hanging out over in the One Piece Water World, you know, because that's where she'll be. Um, Mako-chan will be o- over in the Detective Conan Case Closed Real Escapes. And I'll probably be over in the Dragon Ball Z hyperbolic chamber game, you know? It'll be like that.
4: Fuck that shit. I'm all over the place. (laughs) You have never seen me in a theme park. I am all over the place.
1: You're right. I have never seen you in a theme park. I am all over the place. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Well, you know when you go somewhere and
4: go, okay, what do you want to do first? My first reaction is everything.
1: So you're like a plucky duck from Tiny Toon Adventures, how I spent my summer vacation?
4: Everything.
1: Okay. Fair enough. Gotcha. Alright, moving right along. Um, who wants to take the next one? By all means, please, please, please.
4: Uh, I'm doing my nails right now.
1: Ichigo, could you please... I will grape you with my presence. Give me one second to load up the article. I will take this Dragon Ball and throw it right at your face.
4: That's okay. Then she can make a hat out of it. Ugh. And then she can give it to me.
1: Now, why would she want to do that?
4: Then I can cosplay as baby Gohan.
1: No. I, I
4: want to be Chibi Gohan. No. Why? Because
3: you're... you're too cute as Chibi Patty. No. But I wanna be Chibi Gohan. No, oh, okay, you
4: can be both. No. I think
1: Thank
3: she ya. can do both.
1: She can't ya. because she's already teenage angsty Gohan, alright? Oh my god. That's a I way to get not. yourself a Mayha
3: mayhad, sir. Yes. I am are.
1: not. You are teenage angst gohan. Christ. I am not. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Sure. Okay.
3: So we're going to talk about music now, because that's what I do, idols and music and loveliness. Um, so anime music creators want to focus on the international market. A trio Yay. of big names in anime music industry talked about growing importance of the international market and financial health of the industry. Atlantis chief producer Shigeru Saito, Love Live producer, appeared on Tomokazu Tashiro, The Melancholia of Haruhi Suzumiya, end-song composer, and Tomoyo Tabuchi's band member of Unison Square Garden, Tachi Radio broadcast and talked about anime's changing boundaries. They mentioned how the international stage has been changed, how production companies look at anime over the past 10 years, and due to digital distribution and licensing deals, companies can recoup the costs on series that don't sell well in Japan. In fact, last year saw the international market as the highest revenue stream segment of the anime industry, bringing in a record 50, oh, 583.3 billion yen.
1: I mean, seriously, when you go to cons, look at how much swag we walk out with. Mm-hmm. Yes.
3: Yes. According to the trio, this has to do with China's growing market. They and the rest of Asia made up of uh, about 38.9 percent, which I would just round to 40, but whatever. Yep. Of international revenue, currently Chinese licensors are in a bidding war for anime, which has brought in a large windfall of revenue, and the growing appeal of simulcast around the globe, with the recent simulcast of both uh, Food Wars, Sailor Moon, and. Uh, was it free? I think there was a free simulcast or something. Yeah, there was a free Um, simulcast. Has also helped the anime industry, and the trio feels like this will become the new standard for broadcasting. In terms of music, the trio, especially Saito, spoke about how the industry has been in a transitional stage. Um, Similar to anime during the early 2010s, music anime has been growing in international and domestic appeal over the past 10 years. And Saito mentioned how Lantis is largely supported by the Idol Master and Love Live franchises, um, which spawned singles and albums that have charted on the Orasan or Oricon um, or, or Icon uh, mainstream charts, signaling that music has an appeal outside of otaku. otaku. Obviously, um, hi, welcome to uh, how animation is used oh. in our industry. Yes, See, yes. here, gorillas, mysteries, skulls, etc. Um, the trio capped things off, talking about how the international market is the final frontier for anime music. Companies are starting to allow anime singles to be sold on iTunes and to be legally streamed on Spotify, because obviously we're losing money there with people illegally streaming it. That and, haven't even...
1: <laughs> that and anime music on Spotify sucks fucking balls. Well, I'm, oh, I'm sure it does. No, what I'm saying is like I remember one day I went in looking for I think Naruto. I'm listening, Mm -hmm. I'm like, this sounds like Naruto, but it's not Naruto. So Mm -hmm. I open up Spotify and I look, it's somebody's inspired Naruto album. I'm just like, the fuck? Mm. Yeah. I understand (laughs) you want to do your covers and all, but I want to hear the real thing.
3: And how it's been introducing some concerts in overseas countries the creation of the Anuita streaming service which lantis is helping fund is another proactive sign that the industry is starting to take the international market seriously and goodness to me i believe that that's like a serious thing and has been a serious thing since the early 90s um i remember even working at the small anime store which has bad history with me that i used to work at but um with other people the It was one of the only anime stores in the country that still had a lot of singles albums and old albums from vintage anime. Mm -hmm. And we'd regularly get people in looking for those rare, hard-to-find items. Um, So music, to me, has been a pretty integral part of my anime experience. Um, It's been a pretty integral part of other people's anime experience. And, um, a lot of my friends that I have now, even if we're in the fashion, even if we're into the animation, a lot of them are just still into the music as we're getting older. And I feel like that is the changing market profile. And that is the changing target market that they're finally catching on to.
1: Sounds about right. And, um, and I got no problem, you know, I definitely, I would, I want more anime music. I got no problem. Like. If I can catch a decent price on like on a couple of Love Live box sets on albums, I would do it. And as for the streaming service, I I have no problems. You know, throwing them a few dollars a month to hear like the latest anime music coming out. Because what do we do normally? We we'll either go through torrents, or if you're like me, you'll find uh, somebody on Shoutcast streaming it, and you listen that way. And it's like, and if you're listening through a, the right player, you can see the name of the album and the song, you could try to track it down and buy it and so forth. So as long as I can hear good stuff, I got no problem throwing money towards it. So anywho, Mako, are you ready? Or are you still uh-huh. need time? Lord. No, I'm good.
4: I was on my pinky and, you know, I couldn't, you know, I was almost done, so.
3: And now <clears throat> she's going to touch something dry and mess them all up and be pissed. No, I'm kidding.
4: <laughs> no, no, the the one I'm using is very quick drying. Oh,
3: it's one of a, is it a gel
4: one? No, no. It's just, I've had it forever, and mm. it's still beautiful, and I love the color, and Yay. it's just it dries quickly, so it works. Okay. Anyway, let's talk Pokemon Go. Yes. Um, so I found a different article for this, so I'll actually be taking things from both of the articles. Okay. Basically what it is is uh Niantic is partnering up with um, John S. and James L. Knight Foundation to host community events across the United States. Uh, the first one is going to actually happen in Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, happens, two days ago, actually. Sunday, that yeah. just happened. Uh-huh. Um, it's part of the um, Knight Foundation uh, community kind of uh, programs. Um, it's a commitment promoting civil engagement in communities. So what it is, is these two companies are collaborating in time, money and Pokemon to get players out there in their city, in a safe environment, um, able to play and all of that. What they did in Charlotte was, um, they were already having having an open streets event. Um, Knights puts on this open street event all over the country and various places. So this was already something that was planned. These streets were already being shut down. Um, so it was just something for people walking and uh, biking and things like that. No cars could get through. So what they did is the event coordinators and the city of Charlotte chose 16 existing PokéStops and two of the uh, Pokémon gyms along the route that this was already taking place in and basically had them going all day. Had special events going. Um, Obviously the lures were on completely all day. Uh, And this is something that they're looking to bring cross-country to basically get people out there, um, get people playing Pokemon Go, obviously, but more along the lines of getting people outside doing things in their community, whether it's just walking around and having a picnic or actually playing the game. Uh, They have not announced where these other cities will you know where they'll be hosting but more than likely if the knight foundation is having one of their you know city kind of uh things you're probably looking at something there so it's a uh, pretty large events if they're you know, taking over that many Poke Stops.
1: See, two things come to mind. Number hmm. one, number one, I'm really curious as to see how they would pull this off in New York City. I think it would have to be in one of the outer boroughs, for them to pull it off effectively.
4: It would def- they they couldn't shut down a full street in the city the way that they mm-hmm. would need to. Mm-hmm. So they would have no choice but to do it in the boroughs and do it on a Non Main Street, but something that still has a lot of cultural aspects.
1: Well, they might have to do it on Staten Island because that's a useless rock as it is.
4: Ha ha ha. Actually, they would probably do it in Queens.
1: Mm. And number two, is the person hosting this named Michael Knight?
4: Wah, wah, wah.
1: So you mean I'm te- gonna
4: say it. I'm gonna say it. You
1: dumbass. <laughs> so you mean to tell me you didn't think that either when you read this article?
4: I I was more interested in the actual, you know, event itself.
1: I know, I know, but still. Alright. All right,
4: I'm gonna look on the Knight Foundation website quick and see if there's anything else that uh, they're actually coming up with. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh... While you do that, I am going to talk about Eevee and Colorful Friends new merchandise. Stuff I know that you want.
4: Yes, all of it. <laughs> all the things.
1: Well, on Amazon's Pokemon uh, Japanese Pokemon store, there's going to be brand new Eevee plush dolls available starting May 13th. And it's more than just plush dolls, tote bags, baseball caps, card flip cases, pullovers, hoodies, pouches, zip-up pouch, towels, and t-shirts. Prices are going from 400 to 5,600 yen, which is $3.50 to 50 bucks. And we're looking at pictures of some of the items, and it's, it's adorbs. I wouldn't mind... wouldn't mind a plush Eevee sitting on on one of my desks or on my table or something like that and if you go to the site I believe you get a free Eevee paper headband and if you spend at least 2,000 yen you get a random clear card oh yeah this is if you go to the actual Pokemon Center so yeah that's pretty cool and sees it during the hmm? I want it all I know you do and weekends during, the camp, during this event, there will be girls-only battle tournaments. Lord, Mako-chan, you'd probably kick all their asses.
4: Oh, no. I don't um, put my Pokemon together for battling purposes. I just like collecting them all.
1: Mm, fair enough.
3: My theme song for this particular event might go, I want it all. I want it all. I want it all, and I want it
1: now. <laughs> Pretty
4: much. Good. Uh, yes, my my main my my main team on Pokemon is just an evolution team.
1: Mighty Morphin Evolution Rangers.
4: That was bad, and you should feel bad.
1: <laughs> all right, fine. Pokemon Sentai Eevee Ranger. Better.
4: That was bad, and you should feel bad.
1: <laughs> okay. Now, there is a limited dish number of EV boxes, which contains all of the Evolution merchandise. And it's available for 26,535 yen, which roughly equivalents to 235 bucks. Annoying Mako-chan, she would get two. One to open and one to keep pristine in the box. Of course. Yep. Wouldn't have it any other way, now would we?
4: No, that's, that's the way that a true collector that actually enjoys playing with the crap does. Okay. Because I like to play with the crap.
1: Alright. Um, I think we should go over this next one. I want... Um, it's you going to take the last the last one? Because I know this one here... I think we're all probably going to have... Questions and issues... And thoughts about this.
4: Are we going to go over this whole fucking no. list?
1: No, we are not.
4: Thank God.
1: Fuck no. I just think that... Given what's on here... We might have our issues with it. Now, because... This is it. NHK, Japan's largest public broadcasting company held a poll to determine the top 100 anime series and films. And its poll was open to the public. Now, we are not going to go through all 100. But I can tell you, I will tell you some of the most popular ones that are out there. Like, what's, like we're Love Live fans on the show. And Love Life came in at numbers 4, 5, and 9. Season 1 hit number 4. Season 2 hit number 5. And the movie hit number 9. Ah, let's see here. For you, Ichigo, Madoka came in at number 3.
3: Holla!
4: Killing all them witches! Yeah, and Card Captor came in at 8.
1: Yep. And also... Hmm? What was that Till we missed that?
3: Oh, I'm sorry. Magical Girls Represent.
1: Yeah, yay.
4: I have to say right off the bat, I'm kind of disappointed that everything in the top ten is like new school. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I mean, Captor has been out for a while, but um, she is, you know, making a resurgence and it's the anniversary and they're making a new anime, which I think is the only reason why cardcaptor sakura is in the top 10 but there is nothing besides that older than 2006
1: see and my question, I, I i
4: find a huge bias in that because not for nothing there's a shit ton better crap out mm-hmm. there
1: and also tiger and bunny wasn't all that good it was just overhyped as fuck Let's see, Evangelion hit number 14. That should have been higher up. At least by three spots. At least. Yeah. Well, look where fucking Sailor Moon is. I know, I know. Number 60, what kind of bullshit is that? You're going to say Yatsura is number 79. That should have been higher up. But you know what it is? I just, I really believe that the, ma- the good majority of the people in this poll is a younger generation coming in. So they probably don't know some of the older stuff. So we can't really fault them. but Yes, we can. Okay, we can fault them because they don't know their ass. It, they no, don't know their ass the from a hole didn't in the wall. not teach them right. Exactly. Exactly. It's like today's generation of kids who scream about these 3D games and they're like, and you sit them down in front of a Nintendo. And they're like, what this? play some real games you know
4: yeah i i don't like that the uh, movies like each season is broken down mm-hmm. the movies are broken down
0: yeah.
4: so like you have tiger and bunny is number one and tiger and bunny the movie is number two and then that that's like just say tiger and bunny end of story why well, do you have to break it down that much
1: Mhm. it's <sighs> you go what's your thoughts as far as the list, yeah,
3: with a lot of the polls now, I mean you have to imagine that a lot of people that are going on these polls, on these websites, mm-hmm. are their target. So whatever they're selling to is obviously not our generation anymore, because yeah. we're not where they're making their money as much. Um, and it's going to be the younger generation, it's going to be the newer stuff. Um, the coolest thing, you know, Attack on Titan Season 2. um. So, you can't really expect a lot of the vintage stuff to show up. Honestly, if we want to go hardcore, why isn't Creamy Mammy on there? Why isn't Ampat Man's on there? Like, it, unfortunately, it changes with the times. And while even some of the vintage series are getting a revamp, they're still not as popular. Like, they were popular somewhat in their day. But again, Cardcaptor had to kind of fight against popularity against Sailor Moon and Sailor Moon had to fight against popularity against Dragon Ball Z. Um so I think all in all it's just a it's really just a poll of a reflection of the time. And to me it doesn't it doesn't ever really reflect what is actually popular, but again the perception of everyone is different because you know, whatever's popular in our generation at this point is not gonna be popular with what the younger generation is. So even if the poll was correct to us, it would still be wrong to somebody else. But that's just my input on it because I'm so deep and thoughtful. Yeah, well,
4: like my my thing card captor Sakura is at number eight. Season two of Card Capture Sakura is at seventy-six. That
1: makes no sense.
4: That's that's what I'm saying. I mean, they've split it up so much that you know, season one and season two either should be very close to one another, being that you know it it's so high up to begin with, or it should just encompass you know the one series kind uh, of thing.
1: I, and I and, and in past episodes, we've done lists like top. Titles and stuff like this. It was like the entire series together as a whole, not just per season and so forth. I just think I just think that's too much of like splitting fucking hairs.
4: I mean, because if you're gonna split them into seasons, then why aren't the other ones split into seasons? You know, Detective Conan is listed at twenty-four. Okay, what season of Detective Conan, or is that the anime as a whole? Is that the movies? Is you know. When you start splitting them up like that it's how can you tell if this list is even
1: Cuz I I you know, don't I don't, I don't think I it was, was
3: like a- with. That's what I was saying is that like literally it, it's going to be wrong in somebody's eyes well one two they they don't have any particular standard for it so you're going against something especially with things where they're listing multiple series or movies even like what what no you really should just be keeping it specific to the series or if you're going to break them up into different, you know, chapters, you know, sections, episodes, blah blah blah, series, seasons, blah, just be consistent. When you're not consistent, you end up looking like an asshole. Like if there's inconsistencies, it looks less professional and it looks like, you know, one of those ones that pops up on your Facebook feed and you're like, "Huh?" What does your Zodiac sign say about your magical girl power? Let me just go take that test. You know, it it
1: doesn't seem very uh, valid. hmm What? 8,000? That's impossible! But I actually think the poll wasn't like a typical poll of like, click here for this. I think it was just like, they probably had like open spots where you could just drop like maybe... Some favorite titles. That's probably what it was. And for some, it was like, well, it's a little bit more like this, a little bit more like that, you know? And that that doesn't really do you any good because, you know, cause some people play things well, I like this series, but season one was a lot better than season two, you know? It's like, ugh, really? Are we actually going to go through this shit right now?
4: <sighs> Meh.
1: Exactly. Alright, so Ichigo, Can you take us out with the last story, please? Itchy go. I'm here. okay Um take-
3: yes, next uh on on the next thing on the docket. Ugh. Um Are you talking about baseball?
1: No. no. Go into the episode outlines tab.
3: I'm in it! Oh, wait, nope, I'm in the wrong one. This is what happens, because I have not had my second cup of coffee yet today. Mm. All right. Here we go. Haha! I see now. Everything's clear now that the uh, stuff is gone. Okay, first black idol in Japan. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, I've read about this. She's actually really, really adorable. Um, but unfortunately there's a lot of controversy over this because the kind of counter life, like the shelf life of an idol is not very big. Mm -hmm. Um, it's like modeling in the U.S. It's, you know, you're basically from like 14 to 21 and then you're kind of dead to them. Mm -hmm. Um, thankfully a lot of stuff's changing nowadays, even in Japan. Um, and Amina Dujin, known as Aminyan, claims to be the first African American idol in Japan. Born in Detroit, Michigan, she's been fond of Japanese culture ever since she was a little girl. She garnered an interest initially because her family exposed her to a variety of documentaries and she's always loved documentaries about various subcultures um, since elementary school, basically. So, she kind of said that it mixed with her fondness for the internet and the love of her uh, her love of the Japanese girls' culture, fashion, pop art, and idols. And um, Moving on from that, she talked about being bullied throughout her childhood and early teen years, um, but her interest in the Japanese culture kept her going. How many of us nerds know that feeling? Mm-hmm. Um, I started getting friends from local hipster circles and underground communities of convention goers when I became a teenager because they liked the same stuff I did. Um, She's now 20 years old at Tokyo University, where she's studying media and journalism. She took private Japanese lessons while she was 12, and now speaks conversational Japanese fluently, but makes grammatical mistakes from time to time. Well, that seems like every English speaker we know. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I can participate in group conversations with my friends, text, and go to doctor's appointments and understand TV, so that counts for something. Um, Can't read books meant for ages 12 and up, though. Considering that you need to know at least, like, 3,000 characters of kanji um, to read the front of a newspaper, that's that's not a, that's nothing to, to laugh about. But she said she also idolized Japanese celebrities when she was growing up, like Mu- Morning Musume and AKB48. And she wanted to be just like Wantanabe Mayu, but now she wants to be more like Porulue, or women and idols who create a space for themselves. She's only lived in Japan for about two and a half years, moving to Tokyo at the age of 18 when she was offered an entertainment contract. She's since turned into a J-idol into her own right after joining a group called Chick Girls. Uh, Dujin also even dabbled in gravure, which is bikini modeling but can also lead a little bit on the racy side. Yeah. And was featured, obviously, as I was just saying, in Japan's Weekly Playboy magazine. Um, She became interested in Harajuku fashion thanks to the popular song by singer-songwriter Gwen Stefani, Harajuku Girls. Oh my god, why? Mm. And at the time, Gwen Stefani was very popular and she had these background dancers called her Harajuku Girls. I thought that was so interesting and I looked up into Harajuku fashion and the fashion appealed me uh, because she went to an academy where they had to wear uniforms. So the fashion was like an art. Um, she talks, uh, she apparently tends, uh, panels or makes, um, creates panels and goes to conventions in America to talk about the cultural misconceptions that foreigners have both about Japanese and Korean idols. Um, and she talks in depth about how the success of idol anime kind of helped to fuel the love of idols and, um, artists. Uh, a lot of Western fans probably don't know the nuances of the actual idol industry, rather than a cartoon. Though, um, the Japanese idol industry can be a, like a lonely place for uh, black people who face prejudice or discrimination because of the color of their skin, which we've seen before with people like um, Miss Miss Japan um, mm-hmm. or the people who were running for Miss Japan, because I remember one of them was half black, half Japanese. Um, more racist prejudices have been from the entertainment industry rather than everyday life in everyday life. People assume that I'm athletic, um, or that I can dance well or something else, but it's no different from what American people say to black people. Basically, Mm. um, in Japan, race is apparently the only thing that people seem to focus on when it comes to black idols. As we know that their cultural sensitivity over there is a little bit different. Um, with things like blackface still being in the current time, unfortunately. Um, But Dujine told Japan Times that she likes to break barriers and wishes the industry could be more diverse. Um, She says, I'm black and I'm proud of it. I just don't think that black defines me, but people who are the first at anything are bound to run into these kinds of problems, so I don't mind too much. Besides, I get the attention I wouldn't necessarily get if I weren't black, she said. Um, Dejean is currently taking a break from her part in Chick Girls to focus more on her studies at university. Um, and I feel like that's, uh, it's, it's something that I've actually read about before, not just with like the first Black Idol, but, um, if we kind of have been on the pulse of everything pop culture here in America, you'll know that there's been a lot of evolution in hip hop, R&B, Um, blues and things like that that focus a lot on um, black and African American culture in the United States anyway Mm -hmm. and how there is a certain oversaturation in the market for music of that particular type and it's for country too, it's for white people music too, you know, there's oversaturation. America has just kind of hit its, its level, like we're all kind of looking at the American Idol thing coming back and we're all like, oh god why can't it just be dead? Um, whereas over in Japan, I'm sure if they got, I mean, they, they have shows like that and they're just the hottest thing. So a lot of it, I think is the culture and the fact that we are oversaturated with it already. Um, so there are artists who aren't succeeding here. Um, there's a popular rapper. I can't quite remember his name. I can't put my finger on his name, but he wasn't popular here. He was like very little known. He performed background music for some folks that were famous here. And had like little to no notice, was not on the scope, on the radar of anyone. And he went over to Japan, took his whole family over there, and now does like video game music and is a really popular DJ guy. And like he just burst in popularity. Um, So I think a lot of it too is that because there's still such a cultural shift, a cultural difference in understanding, um, and a fact that there's not as much of this kind of music or this kind of... um, like openness to Mm -hmm. this culture that it's easier to succeed in that kind of realm. And I'm glad to see that she's doing well. And I hope that she succeeds in what she wants to do. But yeah.
1: Well, I only have one issue. I mean, I applaud and respect what she's doing. Step out, be you, break barriers. But when I first looked at this, you know, I'm just not too fond of her makeup. I'm like, you're trying to stand out, but yet you're still blending in. You know, that's the only thing that that, kind of bothered me. But other than that, I do do you. That's all. Do you. I mean, I get it. That's what she has to do to kind of get the attention and so forth. But at the same token, you know, kind of, as the song from the Goofy movie goes, stand out.
4: To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on Vognetwork.com, use the passphrase pajama.
3: The the thing is too though, Adam, is that like that is what the Asian beauty I standard know, is. I
1: know, I know. Um, I know.
3: And and so she's not and it's not just that though, but like how and it's it's kind of like Unfortunately, it goes against racial sensitivity to say this, but there are people who will say, like, every Asian looks the same. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we know, like, I have friends who are from Japan, I have friends in the U.S. that are of Asian descent um, and those cultural heritages, but I don't think that they all look the same. Well, there are people in Japan who say all gaijins are the same. Um, Obviously, you've seen the gaijin stereotype, the big, loud, blonde man in the Hawaiian shirt over in in a lot of Japanese manga and comic books being Mm -hmm. belligerent and and basically an asshole. Because that's how we're seen, unfortunately. Um, And so we're all seen kind of the same way. So when somebody comes out of this culture looking completely different from their standard, oh gosh, what's that gaijin? Oh, she's not like traditional gaijin she's not like pale you know white asshole american guy she's this sweet lovely beautiful you know african-american black girl and she wants to be an idol oh my gosh um my sister when she was teaching in kyushu um Mm -hmm. she is tall she hits about six foot i want to say and she is blonde um and she was the only like really tall blonde person in her neighborhood so she would always get noticed, and it wasn't like they were trying to be rude about it. It was just the fact that she was an American gaijin who was blue hair, blue blue haired and blonde eyed. Oh, she's an anime protagonist. No, she was blonde haired and blue eyed, and they hadn't seen that as much. It wasn't as um as prevalent as a lot of other people. So it it's the unfortunately to them it's the tokenness of being black that is more the draw than. Her actual appearance, I think. And I'm hoping that that's not the case. But as we know, the Japanese culture, unfortunately, fandom can be really fickle. As we've seen in previous li- episodes, like the stabbing of the one idol vocal, vocalist and, and things of that nature. So I just hope she survives the culture. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. I, I, I think your sister's got, got this... Can- down, covered down pat you know so yeah i i i've said my piece so you know let's let it be and so forth and all that so now that we got all of that out of the way we are going to open the Skype line. so if you have any questions about tonight's show give us a buzz at anime jam session all calls are cut to two minutes due to time so if you have any questions about tonight's show or anything else Hit us up, and whatever, alright, got a notification from Skype, and I'm just like, oh, that's all, nothing big, big whoop, alright, and now that we got that going, until we get some calls coming in, um, here we go, uh, strange news from Japan, Oh, mako I don't think there's anything you're going to put down this whole year that's going to top two weeks ago. <laughs> I, you know, no. All right, let's see what we have here. Oh, goody. A drunk firefighter was arrested for intruding into a man's home and falling asleep on the bed. You bed. mean
3: it wasn't a firefighter senpai cuddling service? Nope. die
1: Yes, yes, we all know itchigo. You, you want a firefighter with a six-pack to come put a fire out and ew, cuddle ew, you. Ew, ew, no, no. <laughs> uh, uh, gross.
3: Nope, no thank you.
1: So you prefer a sausage bread boy, huh?
3: No, I prefer my hub- husband, Chan, because he is best.
1: So not a six-pack.
3: He's he's just my favorite person, and that's who I choose. But yeah, continuing on. Gross oh. Oh. fireman, not senpai, <laughs> sleeping in people's beds. So gross. Okay.
1: You know what? I, I, next time you come into New York City... I'm going to take you to the store where they had the firefighters' calendars, and I just want to take a picture of you just staring at it, what your ghastly expression of, the fuck is that? I, I I'm just, I'm
3: thinking about it now, and my brain hurts, and my eyes are watering, and I'm going to cry. Oh, it's like my geek kryptonite. I can't stand people with their shirts off. Like, uh it freaks me out. I don't know why. Anyway, continue on. All right. Now all right. that we know my kryptonite.
1: One of your, uh, crypt- one of your kryptonites. One of them. Police in Sapporo have arrested a 26-year-old firefighter after he entered the home of a 75-year-old man and fell asleep on the bed. According to the police, the firefighter, Kyohei Matsui, entered the apartment in the Toyohiro Ward through an unlocked front door around 12.45 a.m. Friday, and he fell asleep on the bed as reported by local media. The occupant of the apartment who lives alone got up during the night and saw Matsui sleeping on a spare bed. He called the police to report there was a stranger sleeping in his apartment. Matsui was quoted by police saying he had been drinking with five friends since 730 on Thursday. He said he was drunk and thought it was his apartment which is nearby. I didn't think anyone could be that drunk now.
3: Not just that, though, but why would the guy whose house he got into have an extra bed?
1: I guess entertaining guests, but I'm just saying, not for nothing, if y'all were to come down my block around this time of night, some of the houses do look alike, so just saying.
4: Most of the houses do
3: look alike.
1: Yeah. Okay. Moving right along. Who wants to take the next one?
3: I'll take the next one because it's so pure and lovely, and no, it's completely gross and creepy. Um, <laughs>
1: because there's not a single pure bone in your body.
3: no no pureness here. Only death and dark thoughts. Um, chaos and retribution ch- and chaos and black holes and death. Um. Only in Japan. Handwritten love letters from high school girls now available in crank machines. Creepy or cute? Read some of the letters yourself and find out. Gotcha crank machines, which are very much like the Gashapon machines that we are all very aware of, where they have the little pods you pop out and there's a toy inside, are incredibly popular in Japan. Huh. Surprise there. With some stores having walls with nothing of dozens and dozens of these machines, which you can insert your coins into, turn the crank, and get a random capsule-sealed prize from. And the prize inside can be pretty much everything. Literally. We've seen sexy tanuki, allergy-inducing pollen grains, and police officer hats for dogs. Yes, for dogs. But one gotcha machine prize has recently come to the attention of the internet, and it's dare we say, possibly the strangest one yet. We'll let Japanese Twitter users explain. Uh, The gacha in Nagoya is too amazing. It's a handwritten love letter gacha, and the letters are crazy. It's like I'm feeling Nagoya's dark side. Yep, that's right. For a mere 200 yen, you too can be the proud owner of a love letter from Kiki, as the machine advertises. The note reads, How to play? Put the note into your friend's shoe, cubby, or locker. Oh, Kiki, you're a little warmonger, aren't you? Mm. Let's take a look and see what some of the high school love letters look like. It's me, Kiki, the girl who sits next to you. Thank you for lending me your CD. We always have so much in common with our favorite music and things. I've been listening nonstop to the band you recommended to me the other day. I really like it, squishy face. I heard they're going to have a concert soon. I want to go, but just going by myself would be lonely. Do you want to come with me? If you don't want to, that's perfectly fine. But if you do want to go together, maybe we could have a really fun time. Since we only ever talk at school, I always think of things I want to tell you when I get home, lol. So maybe we could go do things together, not just the concert, but like go to karaoke or out to eat after school. I have a ton of other things I want to tell you. Tell me your answer tomorrow. Oh, and don't forget your textbook tomorrow. I'm not gonna let you borrow mine anymore, lol kiki
1: lord
3: Hmm. okay got a little overbearing for a minute but not too bad right here's another one hey why didn't you answer my phone call i waited you for a really long time i like you so much and it's lonely when you treat me like this when i can't meet you all i do is think about you and if i'm being serious i want to be with you always i'll be the only one with you right I'm yours only, heart, and you're mine only, heart. I won't you give you away to anyone, okay? Not just online, messenger. I want you to always be near me. What can I do to make you mine only? Don't ignore me. Look at me always. Look at me in the morning, noon, night, and when you're sleeping too, okay? Hey, I love you. Do you love me? Do you? I'm thinking of only you today, Kiki. Uh, okay. Oh, geez. That that got really yandere real quick.
1: Uh, you think?
3: Uh, here's another one for your enjoyment. Please uh, give a thumbs up, I guess, if you like my voice acting, I don't know. (laughs) You ignored my line message the other day, didn't you? What were you doing for those 30 minutes before I got the message that you'd seen it? What were you doing for those three hours before you sent a reply? Just sending a stamp isn't enough to help me understand. I was worried, so I went to your house, but the lights weren't on. Where were you? Were you out with someone? I'm busy with work, too, but I still let you know where I'm going. I like you, so I make time for you. Isn't that just common sense? Every day at work, I think about you so much that it can be a distraction. How much do you think about me every day? Please send your reply soon. Um, Kiki, I think we need to talk about boundaries, specifically a giant impenetrable boundary between you and, uh, everyone. At first i thought these were just gonna be cute little notes for creepy old guys to read to themselves or role play with similar to buying used school uniforms or panties but no these are hundred percent crafted for you to pull the ultimate prank on your friend and make them think they're being stalked by a psycho-, psycho girlfriend that they didn't even know they had um and here's how japan netizens responded that was not what i expected rather than a love letter it looks like murder evidence That's a lot of work to make handwritten letter for only 200 yen. They do look very authentic, high quality. If I was a creepy old guy who bought one of these, I'd freak out. Eh, chances are they're written by a creepy old guy anyways. So unfortunately for anyone out there who's looking forward to living vicariously through an innocent imaginary love letter, it seems like you'll have to look elsewhere for now. May we instead recommend simply renting a girlfriend for a while instead? Not that that's not creepy either. Um.
1: Um. Give me a second. Let me get my train of thought together. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, these letters can't be all that bad compared to the fact that you can get used panties out of a vending machine, you know. That's just the lesser of two evils when you think about it.
3: Well, I mean, also, if you put it in somebody's locker or shoe or something, and they're not expecting it, you know, it, it might be a funny little thing of like, oh my god, dude, did you see that? I, I, I got like a letter or something yesterday, and this crazy hoe thinks that like I'm her boyfriend or something. I didn't get any messages online, but like, I don't know what this is all about. I'm really confused. And like, you know, it, and 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 with the sense of humor, you know, it, they've got to be like laughing or cracking up. And you're like, you dick.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Michael, you you got to try to come up with something to outdo the, the two weeks ago. You, you gotta.
4: Okay. Um what about a self-defense force member that was arrested for carrying two screwdrivers?
1: Um okay. Well,
3: I can say two one thing and then two things. He's not just screwed, he's really really
1: screwed. <laughs> uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. So,
4: on May 3rd, police arrested Yoshihiro Sato, who was found in his car in the parking lot of an apartment building. Officers found in his possession two flathead screwdrivers and took him into custody. His exact crime is violation of the prohibition of possession of special unlocking tools law. This law was established in 2003 and makes it illegal to carry any item that could be used to break into a building, either by picking a lock or breaking a window. Um, of course, it's an incredibly broad definition and could basically include anything. So the law also explains that the possession of the item must have a lawful explanation. So, when Kato was asked why he needed two of the same type of screwdriver, the 28-year-old member of the Hokkaido Ground Self-Defense Force must have panicked because he did not say anything. Um, He now um, faces a maximum penalty of either one year in prison or a... About a $4,400 fine. However, considering his service to his country and his confession to police that he indeed did have two screwdrivers, he likely won't get hit by the full force of the law. And as some uh, Japanese netizens have said, uh, so you can get arrested for carrying around screwdrivers without a reason. Scary, man. Um... Uh, I thought this was a joke. It's illegal to carry around tools. Question mark, question mark. Uh, Would a pair of Phillips head be okay? How about Allen keys? I got a bunch of those laying around from Ikea. Of course, no one knows what exactly happened on that Sunday morning. Uh, He may have been up to no good or at least acting a little shady. However, on the whole, it's not hard to notice how this type of law is fraught with the potential for false arrests well-intentioned or not. So, yeah. MacGyver, if you're reading this, sorry, you should just stay the hell away from Japan.
1: That LOL. Was- I saw someone wearing a MacGyver shirt today. It was an empty roll of... Pa- it was an empty paper towel tube, and they said, what would MacGyver do? <laughs> <sighs>
4: So yeah, being arrested for carrying two screwdrivers.
1: You know, I I'm trying to wrap my head around that. Trying. But did I realize why bother? Mm. And on that note, we are going to take our final break of the night, so we'll be back. I know, Bondi, y- y'all gotta stop with all of these events going on in Sailor Moon. I mean, I'm already working on one event, and then you kickstart off another one, now you're announcing there's another event that's coming up shortly. I don't have enough time in the day to get through these events. I don't have enough hearts to get through all these events. Christ.
4: Oh, yeah, the Saturn
1: event? Yeah! I'm still... Mm-hmm. I'm still working on... St- let's see, what... what, what What event am I working on right now? I'm working on the Michiru Michiru one right now. I I mean, I already cleared the three just just to get the outfit, but I'm trying to clear all five so I can get her level five outfit. You know what I'm saying? And then after that, the Naru-chan one. I'm just like, ugh. I could just get infinite hearts without having to pay for them. I'd be quite happy about that. So, anywho... Enough about that. Let's get down to the nitty-gritty here. We hope you, liked, you heard what you heard tonight. If you have any thoughts about tonight's show, drop us a line at podcast at session.com. Again, that is podcast at com. We want to know what's up, because we're here to believe you. Check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com, where we post uh, links to our cosplay photos, convention videos, our convention reviews, editorials, anime reviews, and other cool stuff. Um... I do believe tomorrow, an article, I wrote an editorial about Cosplay Melee. Eh, I hope you like it. It should become, I believe it's going to come out tomorrow. And then we have an an article about um, a Kawhi ambassador coming out on Thursday. So definitely check those out as well. And also we post links to our podcast, which comes up on Friday. And I've been toying with kind of moving that to another day, but we will see. But for now, if you want to check out our podcast... Outside of Anime Jam session, you can find us on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry Groove, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and Vogue Network forums, where it's posted every week. And don't forget to follow us on YouTube: youtube.com/slash Anime Jam Session TV, where we post all of our convention videos. Definitely check those out. We're also on Twitter: twitter.com/slash Anime Jam Session. Follow us here for updates on our website when we're going live, conventions, and other cool stuff. And Facebook. Facebook.com slash anime jam session. And I just want to say to everybody on all of our social media sites, thank you so much for liking us and thank you so much for following us. Don't you continue to like our page and what we do? We're going to bring you some more content. And we're here on the Vlog Network twice a week. We're live Thursdays at night there we're live Tuesdays at nine thirty PM and the Presentations Thursdays at two. But we're not the only geek-centric podcast on this network, so there's the Cyber Power Coupling Podcast, The Geek Card, Bobby Blackwolf Show, Orange Dodge Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Electric Sisterhood, Girls Gone Wild, Ranger Pride, and Game Booing. And I'm going to go around the room, last words, last words, Mako-chan.
4: I'm tired and I can't wait to go to bed.
1: Sleep, it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. You go.
3: I'm excited to have my second cup of coffee and start my work day!
1: Woo! Mm. My last words. I'm kind of looking forward to making a uh, ramen tomorrow for lunch. I'm just, just, just curious to see how it's going to go. Just curious. I'm also kind of. You behind. can
4: do it! You can do the thing!
1: Oh, I know. You're the tiny potato that believes in me? Yes. Okay. You
4: can do the thing.
1: All right. And that is it. End of list. Um, as I can tell, we will still be here. Um, I believe we will not be here in one week in October because I will be out of town for Koi's uh, wedding. Um, and I also believe that week um, Rob from OLR and Alan will be in town. So, yeah. So... Me and Rob, we were talking to OLR Sunday and out playing DDR. So we're going to need you, Makochan. chan Hmm? We're going to need you to record us playing DDR and make sure that we don't pass out.
4: Oh, dear God. <laughs> I, can, I can do this.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm going to laugh, but I can do this. I know. I told Rob that was going to happen. She is going to laugh at us, then help us. <laughs> Alright. That's it. We're done. We're getting out of here. I'm Ranma. I'm mako And I'm Ichigo Gami. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Nate, night, Nate! Night. Say goodnight, Mako-chan! Goodnight, Mako-chan! <sighs> I guess I'll let that slide. Chan! Good night. <laughs> uh, goodnight, everyone. Goodnight.
0: Check us out at anime and Vognetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane.